guys, welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I am your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Good evening. And tonight we will be reviewing the movie Daniel Isn't Real. So, um, where do you want to start, Mike? Well, okay, well, we could introduce the movie in what it is. It's um, a psychological horror film. Mm. Um, I believe it's been written and directed by a guy called Adam Egypt Mortimer. Hmm. Um, I believe it is also uh, has been in a film festival early in 2019 and it is now available digitally. Uh, hmm. I believe, more further, that it is on DVD as well as other platforms. Hmm. Yes, quite. So you should be able to get a copy of this really, mm-hmm. really easily. Hmm. Note, do not try to download it illegally. Hmm. This is a nice independent uh, industry, uh, film, mm-hmm. and they need all the money they can get. So don't break the law. Do the right thing. Quite right, Mike. Quite right. I think I've put it succinctly. <laughs> yeah, as you guys know, I've I've been approached by the distributors to do this review. So yeah. this is um, a rather extraordinary yeah, it's thing a for bit me. Different now. Well, normally we clown around a little bit mm. and have a bit of fun, but. Oh, we're going to be a bit more serious about this. Yeah. Do the right thing by the uh, distributor mm. and the uh, mm. the uh, yeah. the filmmaker, the yeah, director, the, and everybody. The um, distributing guys are called what? What are the names they're called? Where there, is Mike? it? Where you got it written down there? Heard it. Uh, Rialto Distribution. Yeah, these guys are in Australia, so they're Australian-based distributor guys. So there you go then. So you can find them on Facebook and other social media platforms, and there. and probably a website. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, you so could have a local homegrown one for changes, and instead of say we've got some guy over in Yugoslavia doing it or something rather. Ah, uh, well, yeah. it's a nice. It's always good to have friends in in in, in small in Australia, in Australia. Well, we are Australian based, so it's good to have some local people here occasionally. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, movies and or. Uh, distribution companies and whatever mm-hmm. involved in it. Yes, yeah, so this movie was um, produced, uh, I mean, um, by the Spectre Vision Company that's run by... Where's that one? Point, no one, where? <laughs> uh, Woods Production Company. Oh, no, Elijah Woods. Yeah, Elijah yes. Woods. I know that name. Where's Elijah Woods come from? You, he was the um, act, main star in Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's right, little hobbit guy, mm. uh, Frodo. Yes, right, I knew you. Yes. Yeah, yeah I guess he decided to get himself in, um, into the production company business. I wonder if he's grown up now. <laughs> Probably. Well, he's a bit short before. He's about three foot tall as a hobbit. Yes. You know, <laughs> so yeah. let's just dive into the movie itself. So the movie is about a young boy named Luke, and his parents are contemplating divorce. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Because it's not very nice. It's mm-hmm. for a little child. He's, what, how old is he? He looks seven about, or eight or something? He could or? be about nine or eight, I think. Yeah, so I, yeah, over nine he wasn't very old, anyway. Yeah, and, and, and it's traumatising. Yes, and the most traumatising yeah. thing, aside from that, is that he counts an accident and somehow that also well, brings well, him his imaginary friend to being. Well, well let's expand on the accident. Um, there was a shooting at a local cafe. Hmm. And about the same time, our young fellow runs out of the house, get away from mum and dad, and he comes past a cafe and he sees a dead body there. Mm. Now, about the same time, this little boy appears to him, mm. <coughs> Daniel, 
uh, yeah. and they become friends. Yeah, just so you guys know, um, Daniel is played by none other than Patrick Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's Which is, is Arnie's, Arnie's little boy. boy. Yeah, Arnie Schwarzenegger. Now, well, and, cool. and, and actually, um, he does a pretty good good role. I mean, he's not he's not a superstar, but gee, he's got a lot of presence on stage mm. on on film and everything. Agreed. Um, yeah, he's quite good actually. Mm. I think so anyway. I agree. I um, like Arnie, so uh, mm. but I like Arnie because he's big and bulky and does yeah. all those action hero yeah. stuff. But his yeah. son might actually be a good actor. Yeah. When <laughs> I see Sorry, him Arnie. in this movie, he reminds me. His character puts me in mind of a cross between. Drop Dead Fred, and what was the other character we were discussing earlier? Uh, like? I think Donnie Darko. I haven't seen the movie. I've heard about it. Where this guy had this imagine, imaginary rabbit as a invisible friend, and I believe the rabbit was a demon or something or other. So I think it borders on something like that. But uh, we'll explain more as we go through it, okay? Yes. Yeah, so the boy in um, um, Daniel and Luke, they kind of became best friends. And and did all the normal things you normally expect a kid at eight would do, you yeah, know? Play together, play together, talk together, had play sword fights, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, this little boy didn't have too many friends. I don't, I don't know if he's picked on at school or anything, yeah. uh, but he was very introverted, maybe, is that the word? Yeah. Possibly introverted, a bit shy, and yeah. uh, so he needed a friend, and, and um, when his mum and dad were having marital troubles... <laughs> Where do you go to? You go to an imaginary friend where it's nice and safe and warm yeah, and fluffy. Yeah, mm, quite. So, for after a while, things are kosher and nice and cool, but then something really awful happens. I won't tell you what because I don't want to give you away too many spoilers. Yeah, too big, yeah. <laughs> but needless to say that uh, the imaginary friend encourages the little guy to do something not quite right, which is quite harmful yeah. and, this uh, kind and of dangerous. And, so. and this is where the mother suggests that he locks away his friend inside a, um, his a grandma's dollhouse. Yeah, now, yeah. this dollhouse is very, um, I think it's, while it's a, it's a solid three-dimensional dollhouse, but I also think it's the part of, of Luke's brain that's... Yeah. that's <laughs> somehow, after he cuts Luke off, like he locks him up, I think that part of his mind went with him. Yeah, That's my imagination. We think. We don't know. But it, like I said, it's so, some of these sort of movies make you leave a few little things out to make you think and fill in the blanks yourself. Yeah. And you can, you can speculate on many things. Yeah, and as Luke, I think he's 19 um, years later in this next yeah, scene. Yeah, he's probably late teens, early 20s, yeah, somewhere and, around there, yeah. Um, in this one, he's withdrawn. He doesn't socialize. He's yeah, become not very that, confident. He's himself. become less confident. He's everything that you expect from a character who feels like he doesn't feel totally he belongs. Society, shy around girls. Again, no friends, uh, no mm. confidence, uh, image problems, all mm. those, every, all the negative things yeah, you and would think he a dreams, teenager go through, yeah, going through. In one scene, I did notice that he's drawn to photography and. And I think he, that part of him wishes to to get into that sort of thing, but something is holding him back. Yeah, yeah confidence uh, probably. Maybe his confidence, maybe his creativity. Maybe yeah. that's one part of him that was locked away. Well, that's it. Yeah, maybe that creative part was attached to this Daniel uh, mm. creation. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. anyway. His psychiatrist <laughs> guy, um, guy uh, tells him, uh, maybe you should try to to open up that part of you to 
yeah, opened up his imagination in that part of his brain and bring <laughs> Daniel back out into the real world of, oh, I say, say adulthood because he's not, he's not a child anymore. No, he's a... And, uh, and that way he can come to terms of what Daniel was, yeah. just a, uh, an invisible playmate. Mm-hmm. But that's when things go wrong. Yeah, so this Daniel is the Patrick one. The other one was a little boy. So this one is done by Patrick, you yeah, know. Yeah, the adult one. The there, adult Patrick version. Schwarzenegger. Yes. So I kind of mis- I kind of rambled on there yeah, about that. Yeah, that's okay. We, mm. we often ramble on this place. But yeah, uh, true. So anyway. um, he acts, um, he Daniel acts a bit like, as I said before, like Drop Dead Fred and he, pulls pranks he tries to encourage he tries to be luke's friend by showing him a good time and and encourage him to uh, get out of himself a bit more and to chat up girls and do things and yeah Yeah, and it's really interesting but then again it shows more of a darker path in in some of the scenes it's a little bit naughty to start with then it gets a little bit naughtier, and then it mm. starts to get more evil, sort of sneak, sing gradually, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it was very yeah. eerie. I'm, ama- I'm a, a little amazed in that movie sometimes when I watched it. <laughs> mm. Especially like the colours they, palette they used in this film. There was a mixture of symbolism when you look at it. Like, like there's a few night scenes where it used a lot of reds oh, and, like, yeah. and blacks. Subliminal, well, blacks, obviously. Uh, I thought suggestion-inducing color palettes. Is that mm, right? Yeah. yeah, like in the reds, they symbolize danger, seduction, and a bit and that, of yeah, the, and the sleaziest sl- side of life and, and the and danger. Of, yeah. Well, I don't see it as sleazy. Again, I look, say it as a as a no, bit is, of wildlife style about it. Yeah, but you know, the sleazy. I mean, your red lights, so, red lights, and whiskey outside of a brothel. Uh, red lights indicate nightlife, uh, you know, like you just said. Uh, mm. But it, it, but it also makes you hungry for something. Mm. Are you looking for something and the red light makes you want more of something, you know, mm. whatever you're looking for. That's why McDonald's uses it. Mm-hmm, quite. Because the, the gold in McDonald's, uh, the golden arches, is, mm. is a, a quality symbol in people's heads and the red is to make you hungry for something. Yeah. So well, using the colour red in well, a movie would do the same The thing. yellow in this one, obviously, there's a few yellow scenes where it depicts sadness, affective moods like anxiety, depression <coughs> and anger. And there was those moments when when Luke wanted to um, get, try to stop all the bad, bad stuff that Daniel's doing and try to shut him off, but somehow it doesn't go away as as easily as he's yeah. putting him back, take yeah. him out. He refused to go back in the dollhouse. Mm. It's like a genie coming out of a bottle. Mm. Once you let the genie out, or Pandora's, Pandora's box, all the evils come out, you can't just put them back in. Yeah, it makes yeah. me think of another movie. Um, a, well, not movie, actually. A twi- more like a Twilight Zone episode about a man who... Is told who spends his night in a monk's castle, and they tell him, "Do not um, listen to this man inside this 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 door in this yeah. door. who's a prisoner." Oh, was he? What and was it, it turns it was a demon or something. Wasn't yeah, he? the or devil. The devil. Yeah, they and had they the devil him, locked up in this room. Yeah, because, and yeah. and somehow he eventually lets him loose, and somehow mm-hmm. he goes out and creates havoc, and creates probably an either. World War Two or whatever. Yeah, I think it's I called, don't know. Was it called the Howling or something? Yeah, the Howling. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. So if you get some old twi- Twilight Zone uh, shows, 
they have um, a lot of them are written by really good writers, but yeah. this is a short story, I think. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, in this movie, <coughs> um, it was hard to get the genie back into the bottle, obviously, and the genie um, wants to continue playing. <laughs> and so, so is Daniel. Mm-hmm. He's exactly the same as a genie. He doesn't want to go back in, being in the dollhouse for too long, not going back, no matter what you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Daniel, not the genie, okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make me think of those types yeah. of things. But yeah, once you learn that, it's hard to put them back in. It's like Ouija boards and stuff. Mm-hmm. you got to put the, the spirits to rest. And the, and um, what's the guy's name? Not Daniel, that guy. Um, Luke. Luke, yeah. Luke is, um, he doesn't know how to control Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel seems to be trying to take over. And he's, he's, Daniel's trying to live a material life, physical life, through Daniel, I think. That's, that's why I yeah. see it anyway. Yeah, well, he did give him advice and, when, mm. and sometimes he spoke through him and gave him answers here and there. Like in one scene, you see him in class together and you've seen this in the trailer and you see him pull off his shirt and he's got a lot of equations yeah, written all, all over his body. He got all the answers written on his body. Now, Hinting that he's going to mm. help him probably get past math or science. I'm not sure what what it is, but oh, I've never been like, to school. It looks like science, I think. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. he um, really doesn't matter. He didn't yeah, help him, though. Yeah. And he thought, oh, he's my friend. He's helped me yeah, out. But he so, wasn't really. Yeah, so this is another mm. side to what I told you guys about how this, um, how I explained. This might be another half of... of Luke's mind that's with this Daniel being that's yeah. that oh, he's yeah, that's a link yeah there's like um he when Daniel when Luke uh, pretty much locked him away as I said he locked away half of his mind with yeah. him which kind of made him more intelligent and more knowledgeable yeah you got your left hand brain thinking your right hand brain thinking that might come to play in the story I don't know but yeah, yeah it sounds good doesn't it yeah the yeah. good the good part which is a more conservative and smart bit, and then you got the other bit, which is the wild side. Well, the wild side is um, obviously Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but, w- if this was a, if it, it somehow um, this played out that years later, in, if Daniel's an adult, I can imagine what would happen if it was, um, if he let the genie out of the bottle as an adult, he would probably be depressed, old man, and he somehow lets the genie out, and this genie creates more dangerous adventures for him if he was an adult <laughs> but that but i'm dig- digressing again I, we um, do that sometimes i, mean, yeah, I like imagine so, so many ideas of where the direction could go in, in this movie but other than that this movie has been in, um incredibly interesting yeah. i certainly like the um the special effects here and there yeah, that's a good morphing effect so the movement that we tried to go inside we got close up the face from the so mel- uh, merging together, morphing together, and uh, trying to uh, <coughs> he didn't see how inside him, but he got in, you know, he's trying to use his brain or get into his brain somehow. Mm, I yeah. agree. And then the other one who tried to he got inside him. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. mm-hmm. but interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, special effects were uh, incredible. Um, I I found for, look, I mean, uh, some people use special effects well. Mm-hmm. Some don't use them well. Mm-hmm. Some use them too much. Some don't use them enough. I think it's a good balance this movie. What do you think? It, mm. it, they, didn't, they didn't rely on special effects mm. to carry the story, yeah. but when they used it, it was nice and subtle yeah. and it was when it was needed. Yeah, I've talked to yeah. you guys earlier mm. about how I like it when it's practical effects, like, you know, you're making 
masks and and relying on other people to make these special effects, not just CGI all the time. I mean, CGI is fine and everything, but if you, if, if you don't use other stuff, then you're, well, well those people will be out of the job. And I don't want to see people well, out of the job of either. Too, but you look at it, if, if you had, you look at something like, well, we've been doing aliens and stuff mm-hmm. recently. They actually used rubber suits, they used animatronics, they used CGI, they used the balance of everything puppetry, everything to make it come to life. They didn't say, oh, we're going to do a CGI alien. No, they did multiple levels of different things to do to make the movie come to life. Hmm. And I enjoyed all the alien movies uh, because of the way they actually handled special effects. <laughs> and this movie, not in the same uh, sort of thing, special effects-wise, uh, but they've used their special effects to the best possible advantage, I think. <laughs> yes, agreed. Hmm. So, um... As the story progresses, um, apart from Daniel, Luke also makes friends with a nice girl named um, named Cassie. I think her name is. Yeah, other school. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she Cassie, was yeah. played by. Um, let me see here. She was played by um, um, Sasha Lane. Yeah, she was an interesting character. She was a beautiful young lady. A bohemian type, artist type, but she was a very nice girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of um, brought out his art, Luke's artistic qualities as well as Daniel's. Yeah, he dusted off his old camera, yeah, Mm. and uh, started taking uh, uh, happy snaps again and had a few Kodak moments. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) it's not product placement, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I did think it was rather amusing, especially. the, how they got close. And yeah, and, and actually they were warming to each other. She was accepting him sort of how he was, but with a little bit of Daniel prodding saying, say these couple of words to her. And so he was um, he was making friends with somebody. And he yeah. hadn't had friends before, I don't think. Mm-hmm. He was actually very shy. He wouldn't go out to clubs or anything. I think he had social anxiety and different things because he'd get in there and he, didn't he go into a club there and he passed out on the floor because he couldn't stand it? Yeah. Yeah, so I think he had a, lot, a really major social anxiety problem. Mm. So, But he found this girl who was kind and sympathetic and mm. um, and you know, in the end, um, yeah. well, you know, it, does, it never works out, does it? Nah. Yeah. Again, guys, we're not going to tell you the ending. I don't. I don't no, want to well, tell you. No, we will. We'll tell you a bit more about the movie, but we'll leave the ending up to you to watch when you buy the DVD. Mm-hmm. So, so, so. Or rent it. Mm-hmm. Or rent it. That's both. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so as I said before, Daniel starts getting a little bit more, um, on the edge of his nastiness. He's what? Well, he um, starts acting, you know, like more possessive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel's really control freak in the end. I mean, he gradually, the the evil's building up, and he was really, really wanting to be Mm. uh, in In control control of Luke and make Luke do things like a puppet. I want you to go and do this my way, you know. Yeah, Yeah. and it indicates in this movie that, that Daniel is more than just imaginary friend. He's not. Um. Um. He uh, even exp- I think that it later explains that this is, well, as we said at the beginning of this podcast episode, that he was latched. He was on another. Um. Another guy got committed suicide, and that person. Well, I think he got shot. Well, c- I think 
Yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he got shot, but he was doing things that were out of the ordinary. Yeah, he just yeah, he was being controlled by an, an, another entity, which would would was we believe Daniel. Yes, and yeah. Luke discovers this, and he goes to um, the um, to the boys. Father, father yeah. I think, father and or whatever, father, Man. I think, and Man, father, yeah. um, and he tells him, um, that his son was had problems of his own, like social issues and and having um, dealing with imaginary friend of sorts. Yeah, and I went to, but it gets more. It's it's the interesting, more interesting part was that. M- that Daniel later reveals that he's a traveller. Yeah, but we don't know whether he's a an alien. We don't know whether he's a demon. We don't know exactly what yeah, Daniel is. He yeah. is something. He is some sort of entity who is a bit like a parasite. Yeah, I think that hmm. psychotic parasite was ooh, described in Wikipedia. Ooh, ooh, very nice. I think that was the word for I looked for. Okay, yeah, cool. I think it was the word. Possibly. Anyway, yeah. So he um much later on in the story, we even found objects that that link that maybe he's been around for quite a long time. Yeah, because when uh, uh, one part of the movie, uh, Luke gets trapped in the dollhouse by Daniel, and there seems to be a lot of a bit like going into a muse- an old museum in you know, an old mm. castle type thing, and he's looking around and there's display boxes. Yeah. Of things from previous owners or owners. hosts. Host, whatever, and, and things they might yeah. have gotten up to. I think to there was even an. I think there yeah. was even a, mm. um, a battle axe in in yeah, one shot yeah, I seen, was. which could indicate that he may have been around since the medieval period. And there was a demon inside the dollhouse, even though Daniel wasn't there. Mm-hmm. A demon or an alien, uh, possibly a demon. They did actually mention the abyss outside that wall, so one tends to think it's a demon, not a. Not an alien. Mm. That's an interesting concept. Uh, yeah. The abyss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that could actually be, yeah. Mm. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, that's, that's one part that wasn't properly explained. No, which, which makes you... It was left for uh, the person to get food for thought out of, I think. It gave a lot Speculate. of... It gave mm. a lot of food, a lot to thought. I mean, no... Um, there's no um, pitfalls or no um, little... Um, well, things that unexplained things I can't work out. Yeah, I mean, I can't really. I mean, there is things to be un to try to understand, but other than that, that the rest of the story seems straightforward yeah. and to I, the I point. Think, but I think it was written that way. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a good way, guys. Yeah, that, to make to make so. Ooh, I wonder what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but so that hence we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of really like. I kind of like the movie. It was. It was. It challenged me in a good way, and it kind I, of... I, for a psychological thriller, I think it held held its own pretty good. Yeah, it had a lot of water to it. Yeah, that's a psychological horror film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good storyline. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? I agree. It came sounds, together quite came nicely. Together. Yeah. It made me think of another psychotic movie, I mean, about a girl who um, somehow was also de- depressed and had angst and dealing with... with Lack of friends, lack of anyone understanding her, and a low self-esteem. The father was a plastic surgeon. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, 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 one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in that one, she um, she developed a 
um, a f imaginary friend of her own, I think. And while it was later on it confirmed in the movie that she it was more of a split personality yes, established. Yes, we think that movie's still schizo uh, schizophrenic, but... Mm. Yeah. I can't remember. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah, so, so yeah. I think it was a split personality and all that in my mind. Mm. I thought at first it would be what, like this movie, I thought it would be a demon or an alien or sorts, but it get, it kind of went in a yeah, different we, direction. Yeah, we did think it was her. Mm -hmm. Just she had the quiet, sedate part where she'd been controlled all life. The other part was a wild side of saying, I'm sick of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in her case it was she wasn't possessed. She mm -hmm. was just breaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of it. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I should bring up, not regarding this movie, just so you guys know, not being rude or anything, in the producers of uh, Daniel isn't isn't real. Uh, also made Color Out of Space, a film based off um, H.P. Lovecraft's yeah. you know novel or sorts. Yeah, so yeah. that's probably another good movie to keep an eye out for. Yeah. We, we, I, don't, I don't know that one, so mm. we may need to have a look at that one and review that later. Mm -hmm. Hopefully mm. soon. Yes. I think that's. I think it came out just last year, I think, too. I'm not I sure. Did? I could be wrong. Okay, we'll have a look at that maybe and we'll add it to our list of uh, movies to review. Mm -hmm. It's a long list, guys, believe so me. So where are we up to? Are we going to give a bit more or are we going to... Leave them with it a bit hanging. How do you want to handle this now? Because we don't want to say too much. Mm. Well, look, look, we'll roll on a little bit and say during the rest of the movie, mm -hmm. uh, Daniel's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, and, he, and we said he locked, Luke was locked up in the dollhouse thing. Well, Luke gets out near mm. towards the end of it, and they do have a fight. Mm. So whether a bit like Luke Skywalker facing his dark side, mm. and they were fighting and stuff, and yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking that to that, and just after the movie, that mm. that throughout um, the movie, um, uh, even though you try to force, um, as we said about the dollhouse, we keep going back to that, but um, it seems that when when Daniel came out of the dollhouse, he became more stronger the more Luke used him. Like you know, if you were like we said about genies, um, he was probably using up, um, using all more and more of Daniel's time with him to mm. make him stronger and relying on him like he was gonna, he, you know, always be there for him for everything. Yeah. And somehow, um, Daniel probably used all that time <coughs> they spent <coughs> together to make himself more stronger and... And trying to make Daniel weaker. Yes. Somehow, some yeah. Some like, I read somewhere in, a, in an article about um, vampires who's... Uh, Soul-sucking, I mean, energy-sucking vampires. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, they don't exist... I'm not sure if they exist or not, but there are some people... Oh, I've met people like that, honestly, there really. Are there are people like that probably <coughs> out there, and they... When they enter a room, they could probably suck the energy out of, say, individuals or just the whole group. The whole room just goes or cold, just cold, weird, strange. Yeah, yeah. meaning mm. everyone else is is not feeling the life of the party, but yeah. the one person in that's life of the party is the one sucking the 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 um energy out of the room, yeah. or stuff like that. And it's the yeah. same with um if you had kids. <laughs> The um, kids would, no hey, doubt, we are, suck the energy out You are out really too. digressing now, aren't you? Yeah. Let's get back onto the movie <laughs> and wander up. <laughs> so that's how I feel, like, that Daniel was the life of the party and he was <clears throat> draining dear Luke's of, of energy. Yeah, possibly. Even though mm. Luke didn't have very much energy to begin with. But what he had was uh, being shared. 
Yeah. That could be one reason when when uh, he, uh, Daniel's in the dollhouse. If he, if he was part of him, he was keeping keeping him alive and part of his energy. That's why he was so yeah. run down and listless as well, maybe. Don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Mm. I know there's a lot of um, hints here and there. But anyway, we don't want to give the climax of the movie away, so least least said now the better mm. now what we'll do i think we do roll on to the overall um overrated uh, well not uh, well not so much rating it but i just go into what we thought of the whole lot i mean the storyline was good mm. you think yeah, it works the continuity the s- is good mm. and special effects is cool yeah um filming was excellent mm-hmm. um soundtrack now sometimes you get a movie you don't have a soundtrack uh, background music, that sort of ambient noises. I think they handle it quite well. So the mix, the layering's really, really good. So mm-hmm. it's a good watch. It's a good quality movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and if um, you like, ca- cast, how do you feel about the cast that we've well, talked about? Well, um, it's actually really centered around uh, Luke and um, Daniel. So mm-hmm. uh, I think both the gentlemen, both the guys, mm-hmm. uh, played. Um, uh, their roles quite well, mm-hmm. and um, how do you put it? I mean, mm. obviously we have got the um, what's his name? Um, is it Miles? Miles, Miles Robbins. He played Luke, and um, he did play a downtrodden, dejected, uh, inferiority, inferiority complex, the depressed, yeah, withdrawn. He played that role really convincingly. Mm. And then we, and towards the end of the movie, he started to change, saying, "Hey, this is not me. I have to go and fight this guy." And he got, and he, and he, he had it, um, a character change towards the end of it, coming stronger. Uh, mm. So he handled the transition quite well, and it was a believable change. Not like, "Oh, I'm a wimpy kid, and I'm going to be really brave now." No, he actually changed his personality yeah. for the role. So that was good. That yeah, was good. I kind mm. of liked the fact it wasn't going to end the way I thought it would have. At the beginning, I thought it was kind of cool that he didn't just um, sulk away in the dollhouse. He decides to fight back. He did. He broke out. Where Daniel did. Hey, that's interesting. Daniel never broke out of the dollhouse. Yeah. But Luke broke out. Mm, Interesting. That is interesting. Maybe he he was a stronger person than Daniel. Who knows? And that's why Daniel came to... um, the, uh, well, I won't say the end of it because I want you guys to see it. Let's say uh, Luke came up like a hero towards the end of it for himself and the people around him. How's that? Yeah, and, but... But um, he didn't survive, unfortunately. <laughs> Dad, that's revealing that part. It's probably on the internet. I mean, yeah, it is on the internet. So, um, but the Daniel cycle starts again with him again. So you know, yeah. like he's not, he's not, um, <coughs> not gone, but he's gonna seek it out and probably a new host or something. Yeah, because that, 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 that I don't know because that demon he saw in the dollhouse, he saw that in there, and Daniel's outside. And then the demon or whatever it was inside the dollhouse came out after Daniel, is Daniel's demise. And he came out the same way Daniel came out, and then he jumped into the abyss. And that's where Daniel came into the real world. So I'm not sure. I left that up for your imagination, mm. like I think Sarah's interpretation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
quite interesting. Oh, it's quite now, interesting. Now, I don't know if we should actually grade this numbers in this one. I just think it's a great movie. Mm, I uh, think so too. But, but we should rate it. Like, oh, okay. In, so it would be fair out there to you. Because we know actually, we're going to put this on, our, on uh, Sarah's podcast group anyway. So mm-hmm. we might as well rate it the same way we rate the ordinary ones. Yeah. I reckon. Now, this is not. Uh, a big Lucasfilm production. It is not one of those big Warners or anybody else. This is independent, and he's done. Well, I, I believe it's independent. And for what it is and what he's done hmm. uh, as an independent, I think it's marvellous. I'm going to give it, and I don't normally do this, I'm, I'm going to give it nine and a half, even bordering on a ten, for what it is. Mm-hmm. Be- yeah, because yeah, I like psychological thrills. I like horrors. And the mix is quite good in this movie, and everything seems to work. Yeah, I agree with Mike, and so I give it a, a nine and a half, um, you know, out of ten too. Well, there you go. Then. So, um, to those guys who are distributing it, we salute you. Well, I, I'm not saluting them. I'm saluting the guy who actually wrote it and directed. Yes. He did a good job. There's that, that too. I mean, that um, what's his name again? Um, uh, Adam Mortimer. Yeah, Adam fantastic. Mortimer. Yeah, so Adam keep up the good work and and keep on um, working hard. We at await your next production. Yes. So uh, do you want to sign off now? Yeah, we might as yeah. well sign off now. Yeah. So thanks for listening to our latest podcast. Till next time, uh, we'll look forward to any more um, upcoming movies yeah. or and newest and old movies. We want we love as I said before, we love re re watching old films as well as new stuff so um yeah follow us continue following us yeah please if you can. sometimes we'll do something really 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 old too so if we see a silent movie we think it's really good you'll get a silent movie okay yes and don't go groan okay because yeah, um because <laughs> bear in mind guys old films are just as part as um of film history film history yeah. as as anything. Yeah, they certainly are. There's mm-hmm. some the damn fine old movies, pre-sound. Um, I won't go through a list for now. There's too many of them. Uh, but there's brilliant producers and directors back then. The acting wasn't as good as this now because they're all stage-type people doing it. But if you can overlook that, some of these movies bring so much imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else um, takes you into... Oh, well, take Metropolis. That takes you into a, a totally dystopian, uh, futuristic world. And, and it worked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, wow. so yeah. thanks for listening, guys. So until the, until next time, um, this is Sarah Stevenson saying... Oh. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.